Here we go with another episode of a Hilco Homes podcast, except this time we are doing another Hilco story. So on today's episode, we are going to meet with another couple, uh, Alex Estrada, Amber Rosas. And, um, you know, on this episode in particular, we're going to be talking about uh, pretty much being a parent, co-parent teen and also being, uh, you know, doing real estate, which is funny because the last Hillco story, the very first episode we did for Hillco stories was with Marco and Hillary Romero talking about being parents and running a business in real estate. So without any further delays, I'm just going to run and cue the intro music and then we'll get started. Okay, so one of the things about the Hill Coast Stories podcast episodes that I enjoy is I get to narrate the interview that I did. So a lot of the audio that you're listening to is actually in the typical podcast format, just recording the conversation as it happens. But I also like to add some context to these conversations. I mean to kind of paint the picture of what's going on because you and the audience can't see what we're doing while we're having this conversation. So, you know, I have Alex and Amber sitting in this round table with me. You know, we have three microphones. We got them set up. Everybody has their own mic. Um, and, you know, we're kind of looking at each other and Amber is kind of nervous because she's never done a podcast before. Um, I guess, Amber, since this is your first time on our podcast, is, is this your first podcast like ever? I think so. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So hopefully uh, you enjoy it. We can do some more podcasts. But yes. uh, let's start with you, Amber. How did you get into real estate? Because we already know Alex's story, he's always on the podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, let's let's give I don't our think I can hear it enough. <laughs> let's give our listeners a little bit about uh, your background. And of course, Alex is his usual self, just ready to go. And you know, it's uh, interesting to see the dichotomy in the dynamic between the two of them. Um, you know that that one is much more um, outgoing than the other, just to you know put it in the simplest of terms. Uh, but when we sit down and talk, the interesting thing um, that why I wanted to do this as a Hill Coast story is because they have a story that is very different, but carries a lot of similarities to the story of Hillary and Marco. Well, for myself, I started off with just helping Alex. I was pretty much like a stay-at-home mom to mm -hmm. begin with, just staying at home with the kids and doing that. And then when Alex jumped into real estate with Hoko Homes and he started doing that, I would just help him out, skip tracing, doing contracts and doing all that work for him. And then he introduced me to Marco and Hillary, which then they brought me on into Hoko as assistant. Now I'm doing closing coordination with them and some social media as well. Now it's important to note that uh, when Amber got started with Hilco, uh, really anything with real estate, period, uh, was really a big learning curve for her. Um, and I remember the very first time Alex introduced her to the team, bringing her over to our Geekdom office and basically saying, this is Amber, she's going to be you know, helping 
me with skip tracing and if you guys have leads you know let her know and she can help skip trace too and it was more of a focus or emphasis rather on uh, helping the team to not spend so much time on the I guess tedious tasks and focus on doing the phone calls and negotiating the contracts um, and so for Amber uh, she she got into real estate on a uh, from a different perspective than Alex did, or really uh, a lot of us here at the Hilco Homes team. So when you got started doing stuff like the skip tracing, mm-hmm. um, that was like totally new to you. Oh you yeah, had no idea what it was. I Alex had <laughs> he probably came home sounding like a crazy man, just talking like we got to do this, 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 yes. this, this. Call this people, blah blah blah. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, he was like, I need you to help me. And I was like, all right, well, let me know what I got to do. Like, I'll help you. And I think that's one of the great things about working with Alex and Amber. Um, and this is one of the similarities between Marco and Hillary in that um, they work very well together as a team. And and I, we like having people like that in, in our office. Personally, I like having people like that around me because um, it, it's a positive environment. You know, it, it helps you in your mental space um, and it kind of, continues to you feed off of each other basically you know and uh hearing that amber was you know just ready to jump on it and help alex and alex is the same way you know if if she comes to him and says hey i need you to do something for me and i I need help with it um i know that alex would drop everything and and help her um so you know it's it's reassuring to see people like that in in our team because we know that we're going to be doing the right thing for other people and sometimes you don't even know what you're doing at first you you have to learn it's it's about the process and so he taught me how to skip trace and i didn't know what it was for i think in the beginning i was just finding all these phone numbers of different random people and then passing it on to him but then slowly like i knew what i was doing it was learning i was learning and the process isn't always easy um, especially when you have to work with people that um, have a different mindset or have a different pace or, you know, they they're, they already know what to do. Um, and I think it was funny, you know, asking Amber what it's like to work with Alex in the world of real estate. It's not easy, but it's definitely, like, exciting. And then you got to throw in there the mix of having a family, you know, kids, like, we heard from Marco and Hillary, you know, having very young kids it can be difficult, especially when you're trying to grow a business and you have people that rely on you. Um, and that's one of the things, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to Alex and Amber because their kids are a little older than what Marco and, and Hillary have. And I wanted to find out from them what it was like to come into the world of real estate not knowing anything about it and having kids while you build a business. My kids were already in school, so I had a whole bunch of free time at home. Mm-hmm. So when I came on board with Hilco, it wasn't a big transition, like change. And then, you know, Alex and I, we communicate very easily. So if we had different things going on, we would try to plan ahead and get everything situated that way we don't miss what we got to do now there's something that i think is kind of important to to bring up in this conversation because again there are similarities and differences that you know are shared between marco and hillary's story and alex and amber's story but 
One of the bigger differences, one of the reasons why I wanted to feature Alex and Amber as a Hillco story is because they aren't a married couple. They have children together, but they work very well as a team. And I want to tell that story because maybe you or someone you know that's listening to this podcast wanting to get into real estate or any business for that matter might be in a similar situation. You know, maybe the story of Hillary and Marco doesn't really apply to you, but there are plenty of people out there that, you know, maybe you're you're just getting started. Maybe you are in between jobs and you have kids going to school and uh, maybe you're not married or, you know, you communicate still with the uh, the the your partner who is the father or mother of your children and you know that's that's important to be able to coordinate things and you know as individuals we all have different plans and different goals but we still have to work together anyway with me i um i have a lot of like uh I have big goals and i have big dreams and a lot of my goals and dreams um, have amber and you know involved in them sure yeah um and so you know i i saw how good amber was with organizing and how <laughs> she's a little meticulous about you know where things need to be and you know i just kind of saw a lot of potential in her and uh you know and i definitely always wanted to make something uh whatever i was going to do for our kids i always wanted to make it a family business mm-hmm. no, yeah. and so in order for that i had to get amber involved so it's very clear that you know alex and amber um, keep each other in mind and are looking out for each other's best interests you know especially when it comes to the kids but you know alex being alex always has something up his sleeve and you know he's he's just determined to do what he has his mind and his vision set on. So of course, one of those things was getting Amber involved with Hillco. I knew it was a, my master plan. <laughs> I knew that if I got Amber involved little by little, that she'll eventually see how fun it is, how exciting it is. Yeah, how yeah. Because real estate was like nowhere near my mind. <laughs> yeah, she's all. like, babe, I don't want to do that. Because originally I would ask her, babe, oh, you should do this with me. She's like, yeah, oh, I help you, but I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not I mean, going yeah. to like, you know, go all in or whatever. I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. And then I slowly got her just doing little things for me. And then I kind of just started kind of planting the seed with Mr. Romero mm-hmm. and planting the seed with her about getting involved with Hilco and, you know, having a purpose for herself yeah. and helping her contribute, you know, to a company that would appreciate and value her as a person and for who she was. And, and he kind of tricked me into it. He's all like, just do it for the money and the little money you're going to make and that's it just so you're not bored at home <laughs> yeah it was a it was a bunch of follow-ups and, uh, <laughs> and a bunch of uh, negotiations but you know over time and then i you know i kind of planned it like i said i planned it to see with mr romero and i knew mr romero you know was wanting to build you know the company with great people and no, valuable yeah. people and uh and I knew it kind of happened fast because yeah, they were like oh hillary wants to meet with you and like bring you on board as an assistant and i was like wait what yeah. like he's like yeah i already uh, he's really good at how do i say <laughs> volunteering me <laughs> without asking yeah so. i'm good at I was like, he's oh, like, don't worry, I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and he'll call me up. He's like, hey, Hen, uh, you're gonna you're gonna do this, this, and this on this day. I'm like, 
Okay. Yeah, we're going to make some money, though. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to volunteer. Like, if I knew that Amber could make some money, I'll volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, Amber would do it. Yeah. It's like, but she's going to charge this. Okay. <laughs> I would just, like, kind of just, you know, set the fee for her. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, yeah. I got you, babe. And sometimes it's about timing. And, you know, when, you, when you're in that mindset of always looking and being prepared for opportunities, um, you know, things tend to happen. And in the case of Amber coming to Hilka Homes and, you know, fitting into Alex's quote unquote master plan, um, you know, it's uh, as we're talking about this, you can't see it, but there's a lot of eye rolling from Amber. <laughs> and uh, so it kind of just started working out that way. And then Mr. Romero, I was like, look, Mr. Romero, you know, maybe she can help out, you know, Miss Miss Romero, because I know she has a babies and, yeah. you know, she's getting a little overwhelmed, and I think she'll be perfect. And even though Amber rolls her eyes at Alex, you know, it's it's not in a in a bad way. You know, she smiles at him, and he's uh, very receptive, and, you know, they, it's clear that they feed off of each other's positivity, and they're there to encourage each other, but they also do play around and you know Alex goes a little more in depth into how his master plan so to speak uh, ended up playing out and as you recall earlier I mentioned that uh, the very first time I met Amber was when she came to work with Alex at Geekdom a um, couple of days you know I brought her over I had her sit with us I'd be like well you know would you mind if she just sits with us to kind of just help me out on some stuff you know because I'm very getting very busy on no, these yeah. deals he's like yeah sure and I was like yeah there it goes next step and that's the way you got to be when you're thinking in terms of master negotiation and being a great salesperson and I say it all the time uh, everything is sales like even when you come into a personal relationship with someone else, uh, even like in marriage, you know, I have to sell myself to my wife. And, you know, the ultimate selling point is trying to lock them in and consider marrying you. And, you know, that's a, that's a skill that I think everyone needs to learn. And it's not about being a quote unquote salesperson. It's, understanding how to communicate so that you can come to an agreement with someone else and you know typically it's trying to get something that you are after and finding a way that everyone in this situation can be a winner out of it you know create win-win situations and in this particular situation Alex was trying to get Amber to come on board with the Hilco Homes team so he had to get everybody on board too you know we had a meeting and then eventually she got on board. I was like, told you. <laughs> I was like, told you it was going to work. Yeah. And um, so sure enough, you know, she, she really like kicked it off. And now she's our closing coordinator. And, you know, things just worked well. And if you are doing things the right way and you grow a business, you kind of tend to take those habits and ideas and philosophies into your personal life. And one of those ideas and philosophies is maintaining momentum. And, you know, if you want to continue growing, and you should, everybody should continue to grow. I, I mean, uh, what's that saying? Um, if you got to be green and growing, otherwise you're ripe and rotting. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you just want to continue going in the forward direction and not backwards, you you have to grow and you have to maintain momentum. And sometimes that means 
thinking and planning towards bigger and better things. Ultimately, the reason why I got her involved was because eventually we're going to have our own portfolio. We're going to have our own business uh, and we're going to do it for our kids. And as Amber nods in agreement, you know, it's clear that um, this is something that has repeatedly been discussed in depth. And um, that's a good thing. You know, when you have a partner and you are working towards the same goal, it's important to be on the same page and it's also important to recognize each other's strengths and what you bring to the table for that team to work so i'm very bad at contracts as pretty much people know it's not my strong <laughs> suit but amber is very good on organizing and details and mm-hmm. good with reminders and keeping track of stuff better than i am so you know she would fill in you know i would leverage her for that and you know, of course, I do all the dirty work more. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, and I think it's funny that uh, Amber agrees that Alex should do the uh, quote-unquote dirty work. Uh, negotiating, meeting people, trying to get the deal together, kind of yep. you know, close out yep. and stuff like that. You know, so. But at least they can agree that there are strengths and weaknesses that each other has, and that's what makes them such a great team. Uh, and you, you have to do that with any organization, with any relationship. And, uh, you know, in this case, uh, Amber is the one who handles the, the paperwork, the organization. You know, contracts is something that you need to be very, <laughs> very knowledgeable at. And so I was like, you know what, I'll let her do that. <laughs> and like with anything, sometimes you don't know what you're doing. And like I talked about in the last Hill Coast story with uh, Marco and Hillary, you know, things don't always work out the way you want them to. Uh, but you got to get started somewhere, right? I don't know how he taught me how to do it when he barely knows how to do it. Yeah, I just, I taught her the basics. I was like, look, there's templates. Just follow what this I think does. a lot of it, too, is uh, uh, Hillary being, uh, like, correcting you yeah. guys. Yeah, multiple times. And when it comes to learning, what better way than being an example for the kids, right? And ultimately, that's what our conversation starts to gravitate towards. Because... This is a conversation about co-parenting and building a business while you have a family. What do the what do the kids see? Like you know, oh. they're they're at a point where um, you know, like like all young kids are, yeah. get very curious and they they look up to you guys and they mm-hmm. see what you do and uh, want to. Uh, most kids want to do what their parents do, but like, are they at that stage where I, they're starting to learn real estate stuff? Yeah, and, our daughter uh, for sure. Yeah, I think my daughter is. <laughs> she talks about houses all the time. She's always trying to sell something. She's trying to sell books to her classmates. When, you know, I was when, like, no, we need to donate them. She's like, but mom, we can make some money. <laughs> I was like, that's my girl. See, entrepreneur. And all she wants to do is sell. All she wants to do is go with us to go see the houses yeah she, she loves driving off. for dollars or doing walkthroughs with us she loves oh, it all yeah she's a prodigy already man. <laughs> yeah. i'm like very excited i'm proud of her i was like i'm so proud of you our son has no idea what's going on but i'm pretty yeah, sure he doesn't care about nothing but dinosaurs and <laughs> yeah. he does not care about anything else. and we see that there's an impact with children um but you know children impact us as well and we saw that with uh you know how marco and hillary operate their business and some of the decisions that they make and how it affects those around them and their family and friends um, and ultimately their business as well but you know out of curiosity i wanted to see uh from alex and amber what their perspective was in in how their children influence them on their 
regular day to day. It's very exciting, but uh, at the same time, you know, we gotta. It gets um, it gets rough sometimes when you're trying to balance out them, uh, you know, because these days. I don't know what's going on in, in these elementary schools, but there's like days off for everything now. I'm like, dude, don't y'all want these kids in, in school, man? There's like days off for this, days off for that. And it's like getting longer. <laughs> you were not complaining though when you were in school about no, all these days off. I know, but we didn't have these many days off. I wish they had more days off. Now that I have a child, I'm like, look, y'all are having too many days off. You know, you need to, you know what I'm saying? Now you know how your mom felt. And sure, we joke about it and we have fun. I mean, you kind of have to. It's life, you know. If you can't have fun and laugh about the, your situation every now and then, um, I mean, why? What's the point? You know, like you could be so much more positive and influence so many more people and just have a better time just by changing your attitude. But in this particular situation, I wanted to hear what was the practical advice that Alex and Amber had for you know, parents and entrepreneurs. The thing I think what, what what works when you're when you have two kids to juggle and you're trying to be an entrepreneur and you're trying to, you know, get um, you know build something for your kids is communication and yeah, yeah. Uh, cooperation. You know, if 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 y'all aren't you and uh, you and your spouse are not on the same, you know, on the same field with communication, you know, that's definitely going to make a lot of things very difficult. Sometimes you got to put your pride to the side. Sometimes you got to just kind of kick in and kind of sacrifice for the other one so the other one can go do something for a property or for contracts and you know and you know we kind of try to make it fun for our family we try to do it together we try to go out to the walkthroughs together you know we try to sometimes i'll try to leave the kids in the car (laughs) (laughs) i'm like just leave them in there just roll down the window just a little bit where was i um but yeah you know it it gets fun (laughs) Just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, just like, I was like, eh. I was like, well, I guess I was just me. Maybe no one will notice. <laughs> just keep like, talking. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's right. That was just me. <laughs> but I think it takes a lot of understanding because from the start when Alex was getting into it, for me as the mother who like takes care of the children like mainly while the dad goes and works, mm-hmm. and when Alex decided to like. When was it? Like last August? Quit his job completely, go into real estate full time. Like it was tough. Like I wasn't so excited as he was, I guess, because he was just like, okay, I'm going to quit. We're going to go to this commission job where it's not for sure, you know? Yeah. And it was scary. And it is scary. I mean, you change not just the way things are in your life uh, from a financial standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, you know? Um, you get familiar and comfortable with a certain way of life. And when you strive for something better, it's always going to be scary because it requires change. And one of the things I want to point out to our listeners, to you guys, is if you're in a similar situation, um, it's, I know in the past for myself, looking at other business people and entrepreneurs and seeing their success, it was hard for me to imagine that at any point in their life they were like me someone who is struggling financially someone who couldn't keep a job because their resume was so all over the place and i basically was you know an unemployed uh, attitude you know i wanted to be a leader on my own and and build my own business and if you're like that you know i want you to understand that you got to start somewhere and 
you know, Alex and Amber are perfect examples of that. Yeah. What well, the thing is, like, she comes from a background where, like, she's not really used to like the whole entrepreneur and no, yeah. working. Sure. You know, work. You know, she comes from more from a nine to five family type mm-hmm. of background, right? Yeah. My and mom so, was a cook for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. My dad's been with the same company for. Jesus, yeah. I don't even know how long now. Yeah, so, so for, for I knew that for as far as security and stuff like that, I knew she was going to worry a, a lot. But uh, I knew I felt confident that once because she's just very always supportive. But she always sees me hustling. You know, she no, knows yeah. that I'm not going to stay broke. <laughs> yeah, you know. And so, um, but and so for me in my background, of course, you know, as everybody knows, it's you know a straight commission. Like I. I, I hate the nine to fives. I'm willing to go broke for two months just to yeah. make a ten thousand dollar check by thirty months. You know, it all it all equals out eventually. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I'm willing to make the sacrifice. So I knew I knew she was gonna be a little hesitant, but you know, I didn't think it was I didn't think much of it because I knew she was just always supportive. So yeah, that's always good when you're very supportive of your of your you know each other the other so. and you just gotta trust him, you know, and make sure that yeah. he's gonna do what he's gotta do to make it work. So communication, trust and confidence in your own ability um, essentially is what Alex and Amber are saying you know having that that connection between you and your partner or you know in this case um, you know they have kids they aren't married but they got to work together to make it work for the kids and you know uh, one of the things that I uh, was curious about was I know not a Everyone has a situation, but there are enough people out there that could relate to them. So for those people, I wanted to know, you know, what advice did Alex and Amber have for individuals like themselves looking to get started in their own business? What advice would you give to somebody who's considering making that that jump, you know, whether it's a transition or a straight all in? To to be honest with you, I think it's on preference. I think it's the level of comfort. The, the comfort that you have in in and um, you know trying to decide what either jump ship right away or you know transition into it I would yeah. I would say kind of base it off your financial state um, uh, for me uh, I mean it wasn't my first time where I just stopped doing something right and jumped into something He's else He's done it before <laughs> Yeah I've done it sometimes you know because so I, I like, trust right, myself let's do this let's Be- do it again Yeah let's do it to me I'm at a point, like, uh, originally when I first started up, uh, you know, doing entrepreneurship and stuff like that, I had to transition into things, right? Yeah. But I'm at a level, uh, I'm at a comfortable level of comfortability where I can, where I feel comfortable, where I trust myself and I know what I'm capable of doing enough to uh, kind of, I guess, burn the boat, so to speak, so I can take the, take the island, right? I would say, like, if you've never, if you're going off onto yourself from a nine to five and you've never done it before, I would say transition into it. Because you know it's it, it it does get scary your first time around trying to jump into you know straight commissions or making your own money, and you know and you're somebody that person's so used to getting having security, uh, getting a check every week and then to just to quit your job off yeah. the bat that's not really I wouldn't really recommend doing that I would yeah, say straight yeah. up transition into that. Now if you're now if you've done like multiple businesses for yourself, man, burn the ball, man. You already know what you can do. Okay, this ain't nothing new. Uh, so you got to put yourself in a position at this point to really to make it happen give yourself at least two years fully com- uh, full commitment to you know to do it yeah and yeah. Um, you know I would just kind of just base it yeah. off of how comfortable or you are or even as it. a family like both parties need to understand like what's gonna come like I know for us it was 
all right, we're going to do this. We understand where it's not going to be easy. We need to struggle for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think for us, it was just like, okay, I understand. It's not going to be easy. Alex is like, all right, I understand. I got to work my ass off. Mm-hmm. And it's just like communication a lot. Yeah. So setting the example between each other, but what about for the kids? If you expect your 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 kids to be great, if you expect them to like uh, push them to be their own boss and do all this stuff, then mm-hmm. you need to set the example and you know try to be your own boss. And and you also need to understand is that your kids are watching you. Okay, for if, sure. if you're gonna go all in, yep. don't just give up. There's a lot of times where I want to give up, like a lot of times, right? But I, my kids are watching me. I, I, I don't have the heart to do that for my kids. You know, and even if they're still young, I believe they still understand. Oh, yeah, they understand. Yeah. <laughs> my son understands. <laughs> so setting the example by being the example, uh, that's a tall order to fill. And I think one of the most difficult things about parenting, even though I myself am not a parent yet, I see that it's the balance between work and spending time with family. And I was just curious as to what Alex and Amber had to say about that. Well, I mean, I mean, how, how, how do you perceive on, I mean, I, I think it's the way you really think about, uh, if you're, whether you're thinking long-term or short-term, I'm, I'm trying to think long-term. And so the way when I, me thinking long term, okay, it's just the way I think. Okay, I either think okay, so either I can go to a play or something like that, or I can go, or I can work my ass off, um, sacrifice a couple of things for you know my kids' early years, um, and sacrifice for the first five years of my life, going doing a lot of stuff with them, and then have the freedom. Uh, for the rest of my life, after those five years, to do whatever I want and yeah. be in there and be there for the graduation, be there for the prom, be there, mm-hmm. be able to have a week off if we want, if we want to go do, you know, um, you know, vacation somewhere, which yeah. I plan on having us do, you know, and or you can go to everything, of course, because you know this is your kid and you want to be there, of course, and that's fine. And then it takes longer to I, reach and, your goal. Yeah, and then it takes longer to reach your goal. You but know? I think Alex. He- he understands what he needs to go to and what he doesn't need to go to. So, mm-hmm. like, our kids are still young. They had their first play. I think AJ had his first play last week. Mm-hmm. You couldn't make it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's fine. They're still young. They're going to have more plays yeah. and more recitals or whatever. Yeah. Or you can, you know, what we also can do usually is that she'll go to and she'll record it for me. And yeah, she'll yeah. send it to me or something like that, you know. It's, and, yeah. Yeah, if, I, I think if you're missing your your kids plays for 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 anything but work i think that you have your priorities mm-hmm. messed up i think it, it's i mean hard work um you know it's gonna it's gonna come with sacrifices so you need to decide what you need what you're gonna sacrifice yeah because you know sacrifices determine you know determine a lot but know? he'll pick and choose so like he'll miss one play but then he'll make uh award ceremonies the next one you know mm-hmm. like you yeah, just gotta yeah. pick which one you gotta make yeah, no, and I think I think Alex, you said it uh, perfectly. You know, it's about priorities, you mm-hmm. know, because um, yeah, your kids are still young. Like for the most mm-hmm. part, whatever you're doing now, they're not going to remember when you know they're at college they're, age. They're, you know? I don't even remember <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> they're gonna. Uh, I mean, they will have the impression that um, they will remember you as being hard workers, but they won't remember you know the 
the days that you weren't there or the days yeah, that you were in pre-K. You know? yeah. I mean, I mean, what's more I mean once, once they get maybe to like fifth grade and like high school yeah. and stuff, there's going to be certain things that are, that are going to be important. And very yeah. important. Like, and, um, and you'll be prepared for those. You yeah. Know? Like prom. Okay. I want to, I don't want to miss that <laughs> for my kids. Especially like, for your daughter. Especially for my daughter. So I'm going to have two shotguns ready. <laughs> and I'm going with her the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm just going to be a supervisor. I'm going to be in the background holding my gun. Gotcha, babe. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, it's just a quinceanera. Okay. I will, yeah. That's very important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Mexican, uh, Mexican tradition, you know, that's very important. Um, you know, the graduation. I want to be there for graduation. Sure. To me, that stuff is more important then yeah i know it sounds harsh but more important than a school play or you know than than uh an open house or stuff like that you know i want them because that's the stuff that they'll more remember yeah i don't yeah. ever hear people talk about oh my dad didn't show up when i was <laughs> to, my five, open house. To, to my open house when i was five years old i'm like distraught you yeah. know what i'm saying I'm like uh, what I hear is people saying, oh, man, like my mom didn't even come to my graduation. Man, my dad didn't yeah. come to my demon. Was it there on my prom or, yeah. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like I want to be there for those more important things. And, and Alex, he'll miss, he'll miss a couple of stuff, but then he'll make it up by like spending a weekend with them or taking them out to do different things. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're missing them growing up. Yeah. You still spend a lot of time with your children. Yeah, I think, too, is that like if you're going to like spend time with your kids and you would you you're working your ass off. I think it's best to do it on the weekends. Uh, one is when I have my kids mm-hmm. and maybe another weekend when I do have a date where I know I can actually, mm-hmm. like a Saturday or another Sunday, even on, not when I have my kids, but, you know, just. And he's really good at taking, like, one-on-one time with them. So one day you took, what, Aaliyah to the movies and y'all mm-hmm. had a date with you and her and then mm-hmm. you and AJ will go and spend some time. Like, he makes up for a lot of time that he misses, too. And I know this was a little bit of a longer clip from our conversation, but I decided not to edit any of that out because um, I wanted to explore that thought process, leave it as organic as possible, so you, could, you our, our listener, could hear um, just how naturally in sync Alex and Amber are. And while they're talking, I can see them looking at each other and, you know, they, their, their minds are working, their gears are turning, and they can kind of anticipate what the other is thinking about so that they kind of feed off of each other and they're totally on the same page. And this is what it takes. That's, that's the kind of communication and the level of confidence in each other that uh, any partnership should have, whether it's a, uh, you know, romantic partnership uh, with a spouse or with a loved one, uh, whether it's a, a friendship or a business partnership, understanding the other person to that level is what it takes to, to win at, at whatever you're doing. So how do you take that and translate it to your children? And one of the things that I found that um, was interesting and kind of fun both from Marco and Hillary and from Alex and Amber was uh, taking the business and making it a family thing. Yeah, you know how they say you want your money to work for you? I want my kids to work for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's something to get them started early, man. You know what I'm saying? I think, I don't think a lot of, uh, you know, parents these days make the effort to, to like build something for the kids these days. People are, people got their priorities all Or even up. to teach their kids different ways instead of going to school and doing the traditional yeah. route of 
Yeah, all I hear is, uh, you know, I love my mama, you know, but all I hear is her telling my kids, oh, and my brothers, no, you gotta go to midterm. No, I want you to get a job. But no, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was like, wait. I was like, look, I love mom, but there's other things to do besides a military in college, okay? I didn't go to college, right? They're like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you didn't go to college. I was like, yeah, I didn't go to college, and I'll make, I make more than everybody in the house. You know, I it's think... It's a system that you, know, I, you build I, and you work to. I'm like... I'm just big on entrepreneurship and I'm going to always push it to my kids because I think, you know, it, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, I think it m- makes you mentally strong. It makes you how to solve problems. It makes you, um, you know, feed yourself. It mm-hmm. makes you the money that you determine you want. Uh, I think, I think the nine to five is kind of like a, the modern day slavery. I think people are like brainwashed. If you go to every job now, majority of the people there hate their job. Majority of the people are, are going to be complaining and why do you want to be in that type of environment yeah you know people are just so scared to think that they can't make their own money you know what i'm saying that they 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 choose unhappiness and you know they they allow society to tell them what is supposed to be done and to me i like i had to get out of that line because i'm like i don't know about y'all but you know i i feel like i'm worth a lot of money and <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let whataburger or hb not that there's nothing wrong with working there but i'm not gonna allow those pla- places like that determine how much i'm gonna make yeah, yeah. i want to determine how much i want to make you yeah. know what i'm saying because yeah. it sucks getting paid ten dollars an hour and you got somebody who's lazy as shit getting and working for eighteen dollars an hour and you're you know what i'm saying there's, there's no appreciation in that and all these all these uh, corporations and stuff like that, they, what they do is they, they sell you the dream that there's there's growth with their business. There ain't no growth there. Like how many how many positions are there at HEB for a manager? For you to move up to. For, and how many versus how many people are fighting for it? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'd rather make my own position. And this brings up a good point about attitude because uh, attitude really is everything. You know, it, it spills over into every aspect of your of your own life. And, you know, this is uh, definitely a testament to uh, what kind of attitude they want to embody and represent for their, their children, for their family, and for the people they work with. And not just work with in terms of your biz- uh, their business, but like, you know, if you had to go find an employer, what kind of employer do you want to work with? And, you know, that's, a, that's definitely a very valid question if that's something in your path. And in this case, you know, um, Alex and Amber, they they have had their experiences, just like myself and some other people in, in entrepreneurship that, you know, help them to develop this kind of attitude uh, of basically doing it yourself, you know, not letting someone else control what you can do and how you can succeed and when you can succeed. And, and that's that's an important thing. You know, attitude is incredibly important. No, yeah, Alex definitely motivated me to do my own things because there was a time where I was doing applications, like, constantly. But it never worked out because either it was the wrong schedule or, you know, different things. But he was like, come on, hon, you can do this by yourself. That's when he, like, pushed me to do my cleaning business. Mm-hmm. He's all, you can do this all by yourself whenever you want. So I tried it out and it worked out. Yeah. But, yeah, like, definitely... Doing your own thing and not worry, having to worry about 
being late or getting, getting fired, fired or like, or like yes. wearing uniforms you don't want to wear. Yeah. And, oh yeah. my God. I was like, look, like that is so much pressure. Mm-hmm. That's why people are so unhappy and miserable because there's so much pressure because corporations and you know these all these companies, mom and pops companies, they some some of them don't give a, don't give a crap about you. They sometimes they'll like make smart remarks about oh well you know I'll just get somebody else to do yeah. it or uh you know like some of them if you had died right now there will be somebody in your place <laughs> in three days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I'm not gonna waste my time working for somebody that I don't feel appreciated. Uh, that don't give me appreciation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I was telling yeah, him last time like when I was working at a hotel for like. 11 bucks an hour. I would wake up unhappy. And now working for Hilco, I mean, I don't get paid a lot, but I'm excited to come to work or come to the office. And yeah. it's it's different, you know, when you mm-hmm. want to do with this mm-hmm. and you want you love what you do. Yeah. And and the kids see that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, that, that affects their their worldview and their mm-hmm. perspective on, on things. And You know, I, I think it also builds a, uh, a stronger relationship too. So now she see now because both parties can see how the other one deals, you know, with work and you know yeah. I think there's just more appreciation for each other. This to when you fully understand how much hard work they're putting in for the family and you know it's, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> now there's moments where Alex is like on the phone and like even the kids recognize it now if they see dad on the phone they're like okay let me not bother him for a few minutes and then yeah. they go yeah. and talk to him yeah, oh my god yeah but you know and, and I mean your kids are gonna bug you man but you gotta get them in <laughs> habit you gotta get that built on the side <laughs> of you okay kind of give them the hint you know I tell my kids look I am on the phone go over there hey I'm on the phone when daddy's on the phone you don't talk to daddy and like I'll sit th- I'll sit them down and tell them look when daddy's on the phone you don't bug daddy you understand me you got your mom over there okay don't bug me <laughs> go bug mom go, go bug mom <laughs> and you know it's you gotta tell them repetitive because the only way the kids learn is telling them over and over <laughs> just like me you gotta tell me over and over they'll come to me and I'll be they'll like they'll want something I'm like go ask your dad but dad's working I'm like oh okay well what do you want <laughs> yeah cause they know man but you know they but uh, over time they start realizing how serious you are and then you know it gets easier it all gets easier everything's going to start off hard and people need to realize that yeah. having oh, kids yeah, for sure just make the sacrifice now and that is a great point to end our show on and i hope you enjoyed this episode i know i enjoyed this episode um i'm starting to enjoy these uh these formats of the hill coast story podcast um I mean, I do like doing the interview stuff, but regardless, uh, I, I thank you again for listening to the show. And, uh, you know, we have a new feature for listener support. So if you enjoy the show and you want to support us financially so that we can do more of this, um, you know, better quality, um, more options, better, uh, more frequency of episode releases, um, support us. Let us know. The, there is a link in the notes section for the episode description. Uh, so check that out. Uh, we would definitely love to have your support. Uh, you could also leave a voice message for us. Um, that's the one of the newer ads that we have running. And um, it's a new feature for Anchor. So check that out too. Um, again, thank you for listening to the Hilco Homes podcast. This has been another Hilco Homes story. <laughs> <laughs>